Look over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Welcome in to Hour 3, the Power Hour, on Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Join the conversation now on the Long & Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at 744-2990. number three underway here on a Wednesday. Coming up in studio, Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Valiant at 835. But now we're going to talk some ACC media kickoff with Bill Roth. It's the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, current ESPN broadcaster and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you in Charlotte, my friend? Good morning. It's nice to talk with you. I'm excited to be here today. You know what also I'm excited about is is for everyone listening locally that following my appearance, Jimmy the Boogeyman <laughs> Valiant. Yes. Yes. That is a that is a duo back to back. ACC football, Jimmy the Boogeyman. It reminded me of uh, by the way, that's great. I can't wait to hear it on your show. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Do you remember when Larry King used to do his show and it was always a mismatch of guests like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the, the first. Our first guest is Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and then Charo. Right. And they would they would go totally unrelated guests consecutively. So I love it. It's good to be with you. And I'm excited about being here at Charlotte. We had uh, day one yesterday. Jim Phillips and four of the teams made presentations. The Hokies UVA go today. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was also a very uh, interesting officiating seminar here yesterday so it's good and from a from a media standpoint there's uh i counted them up maybe a little bit more than that but it looks like about 28 radio stations are broadcasting here live Uh, a lot of morning shows like ours Mm -hmm. and then the acc network has it set with their lights and their their people over there eddie royal will be here in a couple minutes uh nice to to start their day-long coverage as well so that's kind of how it is and the Hokies go at about 12 30 today with coach pry and our players what were your thoughts yesterday, Bill, on listening to Jim Phillips? I know he's got a lot of other things on his mind, uh, not associated with the ACC, but he addressed all the things that were asked of him uh, about the league and where it's standing heading into 2023's football season. He did. I mean, in so many ways, the ACC's the best league. I mean, it wins more championships than any other league, and academically it does the best and, and, and those things, but it has not had success on in the football field. 
uh, as it, as as much success as it as he and everyone who's involved, every stakeholder in this conference would like. Um, he talked a lot about shrinking the revenue gap between the Big Ten and the SEC. It hasn't impacted the Olympic sports yet, and I don't know that it has impacted football yet. <laughs> yeah, but it, right. It, it, but but eventually, clearly, we we can see. I mean, Clemson and Florida State and a lot of Virginia, we're spending just as much money in football as a lot of teams in, in those leagues, mm-hmm. and more than a lot of them today. Right. That's <laughs> a great down point. The road, that's, that's where it is. I thought uh, he did mention the Northwestern situation. Uh, he said his heart grieves for anyone uh, who, who was put in any situation like that, and he denied, of course, knowing anything about it. Uh, there's clearly things that he can't talk about because there's a bunch of lawsuits in which he is one of many defendants sure so sure you know that's the way that goes um i thought what was really interesting is you know miami had such high hopes last season with coach cristobal coming in mm-hmm. and and all the money it's spent to put together that staff it, it's it, they rebuilt it new offensive coordinator a bunch of new players they they've mined the portal not as well as florida state but they've done well you know it, it's hard to <laughs> it's easy to pick against miami because of its lack of success Yes. But it's hard to pick against Miami because of its talent. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Top to bottom. Depth-wise, they have all sorts of talent, but it didn't – at least last year didn't show up the first year. It didn't year. show yeah. up. No, yeah. they, they, they – so they're missing that culture. And, and, the, and so when I hear Coach Pry talk about culture, look, it's going to be almost impossible for Virginia Tech to outspend – I don't know, pick a team, LSU, okay? Yeah. And it might be impossible to out-recruit them. But what – and Coach Pry is great with this. They can, we can, out-culture them. Right? Right. And, right. And if you watch the – if you watch the pro sports playoffs this year, if you watch the Miami Heat or even the Florida Panthers, right, all you heard about was heat culture, heat culture, You're heat right. culture. You're right. Nuggets. Uh, Pat Riley, yeah. Eric Spolster. And all of a yeah. sudden, it was like a, a six-week commercial for Miami Heat culture. And now, like, Damian Lillard wants to play there. <laughs> right. Right? Like, I want to play in Miami. And, and, and I think that's kind of what culture can do. And, 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 but you got to win a little bit. You can't have a great culture and go three and nine. You know? so, uh, I, but, I, but I do think the Hokies are in a, in a good situation. I think that's what you'll hear from Pry later today uh, when he speaks in the room uh, across the hall from me. Well, he did a great job last year. And, of course, uh, it's Ali Jennings, who hasn't played a down yet. But here he is in media day. And then Nick Gallo and Josh Fugas. So those guys, I'm sure, will do a great job as well. I mean, you know, I don't ever recall Virginia Tech bringing a, a player to whether it was the Big East Media Day or the ACC Media Day who had never played a game for Tech. Mm-hmm. He's played against the Hokies. Right. But uh, Coach Price trotting out uh, one of his key free agent signings, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, bringing yeah, Holly right. Down. right. <laughs> uh, you know, Nick's an incredible guy, uh, terrific tight end. He'll, he'll, he's a huge guy in the weight room, in the locker room, in team meetings, and also obviously in games. Just a tremendous – every – and I say this confidently, like every team in this league would take Nick. Yeah, I'd like to have him on my team. Like if you asked Mike Norvell, if you asked Coach Elko, if you – any of them, right? There's – every team would like a Nick Gallo. Mm-hmm. Like he'll walk around here today and players from the other teams will come up and shake his hand, coaches from the other teams, Okay. So that's why you, you got to have Nick there. He's such a great representative of our university. And, you know, Fuga's a guy, he's underrated, man. He, more people will know his name as the season goes along. Uh, we've 
I spoke a lot about him last week on our show. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Really just incredible guy. Great depth to him, what he is about as a person and as a student, that type of thing. Well, it's always extremely busy, media day. What do you think, by the way, switching leagues, the Big Ten, you, we talked about Northwestern, Jim Phillips, they're not attending, right? Big Ten I think media. it's good for those. I think that's good. I mean, the, the university president at Northwestern hasn't come out and said anything yet. Why would the Why would you put the players that's in right. front of that's right. media from all over the country? And, you know, they want to play football. They don't want to talk about lawsuits and uh, hazing and their – Obviously, they love their coach, former coach. So I, it's probably a good thing. Even even as someone who is quote in the media, right? I, I don't think it, it would overshadow. You know, of course, now Michigan has its issues with Harbaugh might sus- be suspended. Well, for that's the first right. Four games. That's right. You know, there's some off field. The big the Big Ten has some drama also, and. You know, last year everyone was celebrating the Big Ten because it was this time of year that we found out that SC and UCLA were joining that conference. But now, you know, a little bit different vibe in the Big Ten. It is. <laughs> and for Tech fan, you might want to pay attention, right, because they've got two games against Big Ten squads, and they're kind of picked right next to each other in the top in the preseason. Yeah, so, well, the Big Ten is, has the two divisions, and so Purdue is sixth on the west, mm-hmm. Rutgers sixth on the east. Right. And the Hokies play both of those teams in consecutive weeks in September. Hokies play Purdue at home, and then the following week play at Rutgers. That's so, the first time we've played back-to-back Big Ten games and just, ever. The yeah. Hokies have only played seven Big Ten teams. Yeah, in I was going to ask you how many overall. Yeah, but seven overall. Okay, gotcha. Seven. Okay. Four and three is Tech's record all-time against teams in the Big Ten. I mean, there haven't been that many. The Hokies won at Purdue in their last meeting. Uh, they split the two games against Ohio State, winning in Columbus, and then the Buckeyes won in Blacksburg. Uh, I think a lot of fans remember the 93 bowl game with Indiana. Mm-hmm. Okay, So 4-3 and three all time. We're not counting games against Maryland or Rutgers right. when uh, they were in other leagues. Right, right. Hokies beat Rutgers 12 in a row coming into this year's game, but we're not, we can't count those as wins over a Big Ten team. That's right, that's right. That was a Big East game. It's Bill Roth and the Roth Report live from the ACC Media Kickoff. We're going to step out, take a break. Special guest is sat down at the table. Who's your special guest? Hall of Fame tight end from Virginia Tech. See if you recognize this voice. Mike, say good morning (laughs) to everybody back home. Good morning, everybody back home. Hey, there he is. We are ready for Mike's 41st year. On the Tech Radio Network. It is. Now, he ain't Charo. No, he's he not Charo. Charo. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be a good show. Charo and Mike Burdup. If on we could get show. Charo on our radio crew, that would be, we'd, be, we'd have the most popular table <laughs> oh, at the ACC kickoff. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. We'll step out. We'll take a break. Bill's going to have the <laughs> Baker team game of the week. He's also going to have the SMA update when we come back. And then the NRV Heart Clinic top three. We roll along with Bill Roth and the Roth Report. From the ACC Media Kickoff from Charlotte. Stay with us. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. 
Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. Thinking of spring? Think Buffalo and more for delivery of business lunches to pick up family-style meals, plus a large selection of fresh bison meat, steaks, burgers, hot dogs, and more. Be sure to check Reba's homemade desserts. Buffalo and more, new location across from Reiner Food Center, Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda. Check us out at nrvhomes.com. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech's sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. As we roll along on the Wednesday edition with Bill Roth and the Roth Report from the ACC Media Kickoff, and you're always thinking about the SMA, aren't you, even on the road? School starts in three weeks. A very interesting story yesterday, and I put it out on my Twitter. It's a, a story from a TV station in Reno, Nevada, and the local newspaper there in Reno as well. Our broadcaster who graduated last May, Kevin Domenico, is the voice of the Reno Aces, which mm-hmm. is the AAA team for Arizona Diamondbacks. And they, they are he and his partner who graduated from Missouri are the youngest broadcasters in AAA baseball. And they did a story on them. So you can watch them, and they have some audio clips and talk about what it's like being 22 or 23 years old and broadcasting AAA baseball, just a, a chip shot from the big leagues, and uh, really proud of him. But anyway, Friday night, Rick, is going to be a really big night for us, mm-hmm. for our SMA program at Virginia Tech. All a right. huge night. Friday night, we're going to have four of our kids calling professional baseball games simultaneously. Oh, that's great. Uh, Jake Lyman will be on the call for the AAA Nashville Sounds for that team's game in Norfolk against the Norfolk Tides. And Kevin will be on the air in Reno uh, for uh, the Reno game against Oklahoma City. And then Salem Red Sox, Tyler Katz uh, from Davie, Florida, and Giovanni Heater from Cicero, New York, two of our SMA students currently enrolled, will be on the call for the Salem Red Sox. Love so it. we'll have four of our guys on the air in different cities at the same time That's in awesome. pro ball. That's awesome. And it's hard to be a, a – I mean, to have two of our guys in AAA that just graduated last year is really awesome. And I'm really proud of their work and dedication. They're giving up a lot. They gave up a lot in college as undergraduates to plant the seeds and to, to build the foundation to get these jobs, which are – I mean, they're by far the youngest guys at that level. Mm-hmm. And – I'm really excited. So anyway, I'm going to be really proud Friday night at about – the game in Reno starts at about, I guess it's 9.30. So between 9.30 and 10 Eastern on Friday night, I'm going to be smiling. That's great. You'll have all four games on too, won't you? You'll be <laughs> just be going back and forth. <laughs> I'm going to be in Nashville over the weekend. I don't know if it'll be – maybe I'll tune in for a minute. Yeah, there you go. Just to hear them. Yeah, just to say, yep, got them. That's great. That's great. Great news all the way around. Um, what are you looking at for your Baker team game of the week this Our week? Our Baker team game of the week. And this was hard. This was hard for me, but I'm going with tonight's uh, Women's World Cup game, USA-Netherlands, 9 o'clock on Fox. And the reason I'm going with it is, you know, the USA prohibitive favorite. They're back-to-back champs, but they're, they're not playing as well as they could. And you know how it is when you're, you're playing a team that's, that's really good and they're gonna, the Netherlands will play great. So I think this could be a really good game tonight. I think it'll be dramatic. Tech will win. Uh, Tech will win. The USA will win. But uh, it may be more dramatic and close than you think. 
USA Netherlands, 9 p.m. tonight on Fox. That is our Baker team game of the week. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. A lot going on in baseball, but that's uh, a national event, so I completely get it. In New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's 9 o'clock Eastern, which is what? Ooh. 11 a.m. Sun. Uh, 11 a.m. or noon on Friday in that part of the world? Wow. What's the time wow. zone? I was going to ask you if you ever traveled in all your vast uh, world travels. Never crossed the Dateline going west. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. How about you? No, never, never. That's got to be a funky feeling. Hawaii man. is the farthest west I've been. Okay. Gotcha. That's interesting. Let me ask Mike. Mike Burnup. <laughs> what is the. Because Mike's a world traveler also. He is a world traveler. We're discussing the farthest west you've ever been. Have you ever crossed the Dateline to like New Zealand or Australia? What's the farthest west you've ever gone? Uh, Hawaii, several times. Loved it. Maui, the big island. Been there several times, but that's it. No farther. You know, they have a, they've got a Hawaiian where, like, you've been to Hawaii once. You're a, how do you say tourist in Hawaiian, whatever it is? <laughs> a kalikimaka, right? <laughs> if you've been there twice, there's something else. If you've been to Hawaii three times, you know what you are, Rick? What's that? Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely well <Rich>. off. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, time now for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Now back to Rick Watson. All right, the top three from the ACC media kickoff. Top three of ACC kickoff storylines. Oh, now, Just okay. so you know, like two years ago at this event, everything was going great and then... And then uh, Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC right in the middle of this event. Mm-hmm. And that became and last year it happened as well with the UCLA USC news breaking during this event. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So things can change. There was one year where where the head football coach at North Carolina essentially it was it was uh, Butch Davis essentially got fired during the event at which he was attending. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Anyway. So you don't know for sure what the real storylines will end up being, but here's how I see it as of today. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I, I think last year, statistically, statistically, using advanced stats, it was the worst Miami team since the 1970s. And they didn't pass the eye test either. But they have too many good players, and the league needs them to be good. They, they're playing too many out-of-conference mega games. They're on TV too much to stink, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, the Hokies have to be good for the ACC to be successful, but but so do the Canes. Uh, and, I'm, you know, they got Tyler Van Dyke back. They've made some changes in their offensive right. staff and whatnot. I, I, I think that that's, that's important for the league, particularly who, the, who they're playing non-conference. Um, number two storyline, I think, you know, Florida State appears to be back. Uh, they're clearly trending as a national power. They're going to be a preseason top 10 team in the AP poll. Are they back? Um, is this another Bobby Bowden-style team, Jimbo Fisher-style team in Tallahassee that can score at will? They've got an elite quarterback in Travis. Uh, again, they're playing some elite games. Uh, they're going to be, I believe, they're going to be picked to win this league by the media that is here yeah, today I in Charlotte. I think I think FSU will will pick them. Uh, so I, I think that that's that's number that's that's storyline number two. Mm-hmm. Are, are the Seminoles back? And number one, 
to, 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 to be candid, the number one thing here is, who, is who's the third team in That's our That's right, absolutely. Who's number three is the question, because I think Florida State and Clemson are the top two without – and even if Florida State may look a little bit better on paper, they have to play at Clemson. They've lost seven in a row to the Tigers. That's one of those unconquered vistas that Florida State in recent years has been unable to conquer, beat Clemson. Until they do, I think you've got to pick Clemson. But, but who could be three? Who could be three when you take the divisions away? Okay, and this is what's really hard because the schedules are not equal. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at who's good, okay, and then who plays, who doesn't play people. So, for example, you know that that, that you've got some really good teams out there uh, with, with some really good players. For example, um, you know, Duke should be really good, but they have by far the hardest schedule in the league. Right. So it's going to be really difficult for them to to win it. Conversely, is Louisville. Yeah, I I think Louisville will be the early story. People say, why? They have a new coach, da-da-da, Jeff Braum. But they don't play Clemson. (laughs) And they don't play Florida State. Mm -hmm. And they don't play North Carolina. They're missing. If, If there's going to be three ACC teams ranked in the preseason, Clemson, Florida State, and the Tar Heels, Louisville don't play any of them. Yeah, that's right. And so you look at the players they have coming back. And early in the season, man, the schedule's favorable for Louisville. So I, I, no one is talking about that team. My prediction, October 1st, Louisville will be undefeated and ranked. Now, whether they run, run it out, I don't know. But until they get to an ACC championship game, they may not have to play a ranked team. So that's what it's really important to understand who's missing who. There's two people out there that, that are playing Clemson, Florida State, and Carolina. That's right, playing all three. You know, yeah, Playing all three. They don't have to play any of them. And so it's a ridiculously unbalanced schedule. Uh, it's great for the fans in that if you're a Hokie fan, you know you haven't seen Clemson at Lane Stadium. You haven't seen the Seminoles. You're going to see them more. Uh, but, but, you know, you're not playing the Tar Heels every year anymore. You're not playing Miami every year anymore. So the schedule's completely unbalanced. I like it. I like Louisville, too. I was talking about earlier in the show, as a matter of fact. When we had Phil Steele on, he likes Louisville. I think you're onto something. I think Jeff Brom, too, is going to go back to his alma mater and going to get off to a great start. I agree. I did a I game agree. that Jeff was the coach of on TV uh, before he got to Purdue. Yeah. Really smart guy. Yes, yes. And, and obviously one of the greatest players ever at Louisville, and he's returned home to be the head coach at his alma mater. So, should be a big, big year for them. It I think it'll be. be a big September for them. I do too. They got like twenty new players too. I mean, I I looked at their roster, and I I don't I don't know any of these guys. Yeah, Where right. Do these players come from. <laughs> so Louisville's rebuilt its roster completely as well. But I I think that's something to watch early. So coming out of this, you you can get the sense of now that you really break down the schedule and see who is missing who. During the regular season schedule, you can see where Louisville would be a fashionable pick. Agreed. Agreed. Well, man, listen, I for number three. I appreciate you taking the time to join us from Charlotte. It's great stuff to hear the background, too, man. Great info, as always. Have a great time down there today. I Thanks, know you Rick. Will. Appreciate you, buddy boy. All right, brother. Take care. There See you man. go. That's uh, Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We're going to step out. Jimmy, the boogie-woogie man valiant, joins us next. We're going to talk about uh, his appearance at the fair and who knows what else we'll get into. Stay with us as we roll along. Thanks again to Bill Roth and Mike Burnham from the ACC Media Kickoff. We'll be back with Boogie when we come back.
First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. <laughs> so what do you think of the new big screen TV? Pretty good fit in this room, huh? Man, I'm so glad we called Louise to help us find our new home. That apartment was just too small with the new baby. Louise listened to what we wanted, we discussed what we needed, and she found us this great house. We're so happy here. This is Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long & Foster Realtors. When you are ready to purchase, check us out at nrvhomes.com. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda will work hard to find your right space. 